Welcome, babes, to the Many Women Podcast, a place where we connect on the journey of loving the many women we have been, currently are, and one day hope to be. I'm Krina. And I'm Allie. And on today's episode, Krina and I are diving into boundaries. We want to talk about all the different signs of boundaries, the good and the bad. And we're also going to talk about how our boundaries have changed as we've grown as women. I'm really excited about this topic. I think that we've done a lot of growing. <laughs> We're definitely um, people pleasers in healing and remission. <laughs> so we've done a lot of work around our people pleasing and we're definitely not to a point where we are experts in any way, but I think it'll be good to to dive in and talk about how we've grown in that way. Yeah, and I will say like a lot of the things that I'm probably going to talk about it's just like a collection of like thoughts and ideas that I've literally collected through the years. So I've kind of just learned so much about boundaries and I've worked really hard on setting boundaries. It's been really hard though. Like for me, setting boundaries is really hard, has been really hard. And I will be the first to admit like I'm not very good at it. So this is like a learning, a learning episode. Definitely. <laughs> uh, but first let's check in. All right, so my check-in, not too much going on, except that I'm a very burned-out teacher in that April to June stretch. There's not a lot of time off. There's not a lot of built-in breaks, and we are just really trying to get through these last couple months and trying to have fun with the students and enjoy each other's company, but it, it it's a day that needs many days that need many matches. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, but we're almost there. We're we almost there. Like it's almost May. And Karina and I are both not working this summer. I think that everyone's like, oh, teachers have such nice long summers off. Well, first of all, we have two months off total, mm -hmm. and most teachers have a summer job. And Karina and I have we did last year, and mm -hmm. we've done in the past, and this year we're just. Taking the summer off, it's which we're gonna be so looking fun. forward to. What about you, Karina? Any life updates from you? Um, not really. I did go on a really, really good date. And then I had a second date with that same person. Ooh. I'm not going to share too much. Um, but it was a really, really good date. And it was really different and surprised me. I'm excited for you to just be revealing more and more. Yeah, I'm going to give a little bit at a time because, you know, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. But um, it, it's really nice when you get to go on a good date and you're like, oh, yeah, like there are still like, I don't want to say, oh, there's still good people out there because obviously there are. But when you have some like negative experiences or you're just like feeling down or um, like, hopeless or whatever it's really nice to be reminded because then it kind of gives you a little more like um I don't know desire to like go on dates with other people yeah, puts it, a little gas in your tank you yeah know? yeah puts a little gas in your tank so yeah you're gonna have to stay tuned to see where it goes but that's my update all right Krina I'm very excited to see what happens with your updates but let's go ahead and dive into our topic I would love to kind of frame this conversation with this really wonderful boundaries kind of concept that I learned from a wonderful website called Ineffable Living. 
We will put a link to it down in the episode description. But it's basically this idea of developing healthy boundaries and thinking about it in terms of a wall or a boundary. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, sometimes we're so hurt by others and we want to put up boundaries, but we accidentally put up walls instead. Right. So we want to kind of frame this conversation that you know, boundaries have become such a big topic, I think, especially on social media. But some people might take it so far that it becomes unhealthy, just as unhealthy as having no boundaries at all. Yes. And not, you know, being open to compromise and listening to the situation you're in to set a boundary or, you know, just being cold. I think sometimes people will set boundaries and they're actually just being really mean and cold. So they're essentially just keeping everyone out versus just keeping unhealthy people away from you. So that's kind of like a wall you know, keeps everyone out and you're not really letting anyone in. They're also talking a lot about how like it's built off of fear instead of courage. Mm. So this website that, that we really love, we talk about if you're setting these boundaries just because you're afraid and you don't want to be hurt anymore, that might not necessarily be the best way to get the right relationship. Yeah. To get your relationship. This is very like anti-relational to be like, you hurt my feelings once and we're done because yeah. we're dealing with humans. We're all soft humans who have good days and bad days yeah and I also I think for me I've I will say I have grown a lot in this topic but it's taken me a really long time especially like with friends and partners um I had to set some pretty like firm boundaries in some of my friendships and honestly lost like really big friendships that meant a lot to me um, and really I want us to like focus and live in the like mindset of boundaries really have nothing to do with the other person. It's more about just yourself and like your, your worth. So how would you, if someone's just starting out on this topic, how would you define boundaries through that context? Well, I feel like I've, you know, you know, self-love is everywhere it's floating on like every platform but I really do think if you're getting to like the basics of boundaries it's about knowing your worth because I heard a quote from someone and it was like you have to believe that you are enough and that you're worth enough to finally say to somebody like that is enough enough. yeah enough is enough I think that's where if you're just starting out like Self-love is, I think, the first step you need to take. And that's a huge, a huge step for a lot of people. Like, actually realizing, like, my worth and my care and my love and time and attention is so valuable that I need to set boundaries around who I give that to. Who you give that to. Yes. I think that that's really um, something that people need to keep in their mind. Like, you are a gift, and you get to decide who you give that gift to and you get to decide over and over again you know who deserves those gifts from you right and don't get me wrong I have given my time and care to the wrong people person over and over and over again and I will tell you it always yields the same exact like scenario like I always feel the same way after I know like 
oh my gosh, again, like I went back on my boundary or again, I reached out to someone who isn't worth my time because they don't value it. And it's like you, I really am a firm believer and you will continue to learn and be faced with the same lesson, the same pain, the same experience. Like how many times have I come to you and been like, again, like, you know, and you're just there for me. It's just like, you have to learn it as many times as it takes. And then one day you actually are like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing? Like, I need to respect myself more. It's about me. It has nothing yeah. to do with the person, really. I, and I think that that's why it's really hard when you're in a conversation with a friend and you want to have, you want to set boundaries for them. You want to be like, you need to not talk to them oh, anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like the boundaries you set for others will never work for them. No. Like, no matter how much you know that those things will help them. People have to come to those times naturally. Right. And then that's why I feel like it comes right back to like the self-love part. I think you do get to a point, no matter how many times you let someone cross your boundary or you, you know, take a few steps backwards, I think eventually you get to the place where you're like, oh, like I'm worth so much more than this. And it doesn't matter how many times someone else tells you that you're worth more than that or you deserve better than that. It's like, you have to get to that place all on your own. And once you do, it's magical. It's like you have to reframe your boundaries into what you expect from others. It's more what you expect from yourself. Yeah. Like what you are what you are willing to let go, what you are willing to open up to. And really for me, one thing I found is that my boundaries often stay inside of my brain. Mm-hmm. You know, I... I think that when I was first learning boundaries, I might say to people like, oh, you're crossing a boundary or and tell my husband like, you know, I don't like when you talk to me like that. You're crossing a boundary. And for now, now for me, it's a personal boundary and it often just comes out as no. Like rather than mm-hmm. me having to justify it, mm-hmm. I get to decide in my mind that it's my boundary and I can just opt out of that conversation, take care of myself. Like I have, I don't even really involve people in my boundaries anymore. I will say one of my favorite things that you've ever said, probably in my life. Oh no. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. Um, it was about the person who was accidentally rude to you. Oh yeah. And I need you to share that because, you know, it's like, it just really changed like I think people pleasing is a big part of this. Yeah. So before, like, when someone's when someone's rude to me, honestly, I hate conflict. I'm a people pleaser, and I'm just like, okay. And, you know, I'm, like, sensitive. My feelings are hurt. But you. Oh, <laughs> this is great. And I will give you some context for this story about how I sometimes handle conflict, which is, like, here's an example. I really wanted to go see a new hairstylist, and it said online that I should set up, like, a consultation. And so I called to ask about the consultation and the person on the other line was like, huh, you want what? And I was like, <laughs> well, on, online it said that I could call about a consultation and she just wouldn't like Actually, connect like with no me. no idea what you were talking about. And so I just hung up because, <laughs> because I was like, oh, I'm, oh this is too much conflict. And so I just hung up. But I wish I would have used this strategy then. Yes, this is an amazing strategy. Um, so, and this is this does not come from me. This comes from a wonderful woman at the Dollar Tree who I will never, ever forget. I went in shopping with my daughter. A really busy day. 
all the carts were gone. All the staff was, uh, you know, the people who worked there were really scattered. And a woman had been waiting to check out. No one was at checkout for a long time. And somebody came up and they're like, what do you want? <laughs> she's like, well, I, I want to check out. And they're like, I'm closed. And she's like, okay, well, who's open? And th they had a little back and forth. And the woman finally said, you know, I think that you're, that you're accidentally just being a little bit rude to me. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, I love that call out. I love that it's like, hey, like, you must have made a mistake here yeah. to be so rude you're, to me. I, I think you accidentally were just really rude Yeah, to I me. think you're accidentally just really rude to me. So that's something that Karina and I use a lot when it's like, oh, like, it's not that you're a mean person, but you were accidentally just very rude to me. Yeah, and I just, <laughs> I love, I literally love that. I think about it all the time. I'm like, I think you might have just been rude. Not sure, like, if you meant to be rude, but you were accidentally yeah, just rude. And then I, people rude. are like, because <laughs> they're not going to say it twice. Yeah, people they aren't used to not, being called out like that. Yeah, they will not be rude to you twice. I will tell you that. Then they're, like, uncomfortable. So that's a really good, um, you know, strategy for any people pleaser out there. Like, oh, in the nicest possible way. Oh, I think you're accidentally really rude. <laughs> yeah. Oopsie. Whoops. <laughs> Fix that up. Um, anyway, so that's, you know, a little, like, off topic. But it is kind of, again, about boundaries. Like, please don't speak to me yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> that doesn't make me feel respected or cared for or loved. And even when it's not, like, an argument or something like that, it's, like, you deserve to be treated with kindness and respect even when there is conflict happening as does your partner or your coworker or your child or whoever like and that's when setting that boundary is more about like yourself versus that person and it's about like the access you know that you're giving them for example you know whatever if someone like starts to raise their voice and that's a boundary for you or someone starts to name call and that's a boundary for you it's about like okay, like, I'm just not going to give you access to me in this moment because I don't like that. And it doesn't make me feel loved and respected. And you deserve to feel loved and respected too so we can pause and, like, come back to it. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot of different boundaries too as a parent. Like, when, you know, when I when it was just me, all my boundaries were – I was very stuck in my boundaries. I wasn't going to let them be crossed. And now that I have a child – my child crosses my boundaries every single day. <laughs> yeah. And as a parent, you can't necessarily be like, oh, you just called me a name. I'm removing access to you. Mm -hmm. Because what we're really trying to teach children is that we are their, their safety net, their person. And so as a parent, one thing I've developed is telling my daughter, like, this is my boundary. And then really wrapping my arms around them either physically or emotionally so they know, like, I know that they can rise to that. And I also know that they might be having a hard time. So I think it's really important for all people, really, especially women who are people pleasers, to think about each and every situation and understand that boundaries might be flexible. Mm -hmm. That, you know, I have a strong boundary that I don't like people calling me names like we talked about. I don't like when people curse at me. But when you have a child, you kind of have to, be more flexible about those boundaries. And when you have a relationship, mm -hmm. yes, you should have boundaries, but you are also with a flawed human who isn't right. always going to be 100% sticking to your boundaries. So Krina, 
I think that we have a different perspective, you know, as I, I'm with my people all day, every day. And so I do have that opportunity to be a little bit more flexible with my boundaries, but as a single woman and like meeting people and having to have boundaries right away, how do you handle that? So I will say it's definitely a lot harder for me to maintain my boundaries with people from my past. That's harder for me. I've Oh, you mean the people you met when you had fewer boundaries? Yeah, when I had fewer <laughs> boundaries. Yeah, and they're not used to me having boundaries and I'm not used to having boundaries with them either. So I just get walked all over or sucked back in or, you know, take some steps back sometimes. Um, so I'm working on that because I'm in a different place. And I will say with the people that I date or meet, it's so much easier for me to like set a boundary with like new people. And it's like, that's a celebration for me. That is a celebration. Uh, Because I know I'll never be in like those kinds of relationships again. So I'm still working on, you know, like maintaining boundaries with people who are no longer in my life because I know that they're not a part of my future anymore and they've moved on and it's just best to not live in a fantasy and I have I'm like this little like lover and I just live in this fantasy of like what could be maybe if you know one day and it's just I wouldn't recommend that (laughs) live in the moment right now um but I did I listened to Matthew Hussey a lot and he talks about boundaries and he said if they're not adding to your life they're subtracting from your life oh yeah and I was like oh like these people that I'm having troubles with or these people that I feel like I want to go back to and like just go back to my old like habits or limiting beliefs or all this stuff it's like they're not adding anything they really are just taking away from me or like sucking me dry of all my I mean I guess it's like the Marie Kondo thing like are they bringing you joy because if not like (laughs) yeah maybe they need to be kicked out so when you're evaluating people that you need to set boundaries with I think that's a really good question to ask yourself like are they adding and if they're not if they're not like bringing you joy and doing things for you and showing you love through your love languages And actually being a good friend, not just saying, like, I want to be your friend. Like, no, you don't. Because, like, being a good friend means certain things. And being a good friend means loving and respecting your friend. Like, not putting them down and supporting them. And, you know, like, I have really, really good friends. So if you're going to say to me that you want to be my friend, like, I have really high expectations for that. So... I think that's a good place to start. If they're not adding, they are subtracting and nobody should be subtracting from your life. Like your time and your energy is way too precious. Like you will heal from anyone that's like broken your heart, but you'll never get your time back. Like I like this idea that boundaries are relationship builders. And if you have no interest in building a relationship with someone, boundaries might not be the place that you want to go. Right. You might want to decide that, no, I'm going to spend that effort on on other people who bring value to my life. Now, I think that when you already love someone and that you're already when you're already in a relationship with someone, you can't just be like, mm, we're done. You really have to grow those boundaries right. and help your relationship get stronger. But really, I think that pe- you need to decide if people are even worth your boundaries. Yeah. I think, like, for me, a big thing is, 
I've always given people that I care about a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of thought, you know, I'm, I've always done that. And I'm just really learning to like, step back and realize like we talked about this today, like it, it's not too much if the person is giving it back to you as well. Like when you're just giving and giving and giving and making yourself smaller and letting people take advantage of you or have your time just because they're lonely, horny, or bored, it's like that's when it doesn't feel good. Like if someone's reciprocating, you know, like green light. If somebody is just needs attention from you and you're like a quick like fix for them, like got to set yourself some boundaries with within yourself because it's all about you really because – you're the one who's, like, hurting at, at the end. When someone crosses your boundary, it's like, oh, I feel like shit now. Yeah. You know? And you have to have something built up to get through that. And if you don't have something built up to get through a broken boundary, that's a hard relationship to maintain. Yeah. I will say also one of my favorite dating, like, thoughts is two orange flags make a red yeah. <laughs> so before <laughs> yes. you're you know if you're thinking about what kind of boundaries you want to set with someone or who you want to date or who you want to give your time to um there's a lot of jokes out there like red's my favorite color like I'm colorblind I just you know thought it was a green flag um <laughs> just yeah be mindful because your time and your love and your attention it's like if you can give it to people who don't deserve it imagine how amazing it's going to be if you wait for someone who, like, is worth that. Like, you're going to love somebody so – like, the right person, you're going to love them so deeply because you've loved, like, the wrong people so deeply, you know? I had so much problems with boundaries growing up, especially when it comes to people-pleasing. Mm. And now that I'm not so much of a people-pleaser, when I do effort to please people, it just feels better. Yeah. Like, there's an example I had like a couple weeks ago, one of my mom friends asked me for a favor and I had had something kind of going on. And so my first boundary was like, I'm going to say no because I have something going on. Yep. And then after I thought that, I was like, you know what though, this would be okay for me to do and I want to help this person. And so I was actually able to say yes because I kind of passed it through that filter and then I had no feelings of resentment mm -hmm. I had no feelings like this person owes me it's just really nice to get past that people pleasing to where you actually get to make each decision based on what's happening in the moment mm -hmm. and not just on I always say yes or I always have to say no because that's my boundary right so we talked about relationships really important as a unattached woman and an attached woman, for sure. What about work? Work is hard, especially when you're in a profession like Karina and I, where you're in like a already like a people-serving kind of a position. Mm -hmm. I remember when I first started teaching that I would be in the classrooms from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. every night, getting all my lessons prepared, getting everything prepped, having to de deliver everything perfectly. And I have been a teacher now for 10 years, and I'm at the point now where things must fit in to the time that I am paid. Yeah. I, if I have an email that I get in the evening, it waits until work starts. Like, that is one of the boundaries that I've set for myself, is that I am going to work the hours that I get paid. Yep. What about you? Have you developed any 
Good work boundaries. Oh, man. I feel like I say, like, yes, a lot at work. Um, I've tried, my goal has been to try and, like, stand up for myself a little bit more because, you know, I'm, like, very, contra- like, I don't like, um, I don't like conflict. I'm contract diverse. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't want to point people out when they're not, like, you know, helping me out when they're supposed to be. So I really try to, like, just be, be very matter-of-fact. I mean, like, this is what I need. This is what's supposed to be happening. And this is, like, what's going to happen. And it's helped. It's hard for me, though. It's really hard. I have to have some pretty difficult conversations. Um, and because I'm younger, I think that is kind of how it started. I was always the youngest teacher. I mean, I was 21 when I started teaching. And everyone was a little bit older than me and had more experience than me. So I think that's what made me kind of like dull down a little bit is I just always felt like, well, you're younger and you don't have experience. So you need to just like shut up and do all the work, you know, just. I have seen you so much this year have that like unapologetic stance though on self-advocacy. Like, you that don't, you know, like, like, better. That's what like I'm not to bringing your, not bringing like all your feelings into personal. it. Yeah, it's not personal. But just advocating for yourself without guilt and I think that that's you know in therapy that's one of my boundaries that I'm really working on is advocating without guilt and it's really challenging to do that but it's a practice and I feel like the more you advocate for yourself and not with bad feelings around doing it the the more you grow yeah and at the end of the day it is again about your self-worth like I love myself enough to stand up for myself, to be mindful of how people are treating me, and to just remind people, remind people that it's like, no, like I'm worth respect and love in all of my relationships. And we do have to take responsibility of like getting that from people sometimes. So I think this is a good transition for a question I have for you. Okay. Do you have any boundaries just with yourself? Like, Involve no other people, but just things that you have to do for yourself. I'll give you an example, okay? Okay, okay. give me an example. Like, one of my boundaries is that when I come home, I take 10 minutes to go meditate every night. That's just something that I... When you get home from school? When I get home from work or whenever I get home in the evening, like, every day, once a day, I take 10 minutes to myself, guilt-free, to lay on my prana mat and meditate. So, are there any, like non-negotiable boundaries that you've set in your personal life okay um yes I have when I moved into my house it became very very important to me that I make my bed okay every single morning I make my bed at my mom's house when I lived with her never made my bed okay why why is this like the thing I don't know it I mean there's a lot of studies about this but it just makes me feel like ready to come back home <laughs> and mm. and if, you know I'm excited to come back home to my nice bed and I know people are like oh I'm just gonna get right back into my bed so why do I have to make it but I think there's just something about making my bed feeling ready for the day put together and really it leaves my room looking you know it's clean my room is clean if my bed is made so I don't have very much in there and people I read a quote that was like your room is your home so like because mm. you're there all the time so it's like taking care of your room is kind of a representation of how you feel. So making my bed is just a thing for me. 
I have to make it. And whenever I have, like, my best friend sleepover, I'm like, gotta help me make my bed. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> go on that side. Um, all right, well, this has been, like, a really great conversation about boundaries. And, you know, boundaries are one of those things that take a long time to work on and get better at. And you will always, like, take steps backwards. And that's okay because it's about learning and trying and working on yourself every day. So let's get into our journal prompts and dares. So, Allie, what are we um, daring our Okay, so we have a dare for you. This one is kind of a callback to one of our earlier episodes, and that is saying no to something that you would normally just agree to with no hesitation, like a social event or taking on an extra responsibility, trying to say no without guilt. And also without a bunch of explanation. Yeah. Just no that. is a complete sentence. All right, Krina, why don't you go ahead and wrap it up with our journal prompt? Okay, so it's kind of a two-part prompt. So the first thing we want you to journal about are what are some situations or people that you find it difficult to set boundaries with? And journal why you think that is. Why does that happen? And then also part two what would be the consequence of not setting or maintaining your boundaries, maybe in this situation or with that person? And how will it affect your mental health and overall well-being? So it's kind of a two-part journal this week. All right. So we hope that you got something out of this episode. We found that you can't actually leave comments on our episodes. So (laughs) we're going to start to put the episodes up a little post about them on our Instagram. And so we'd love for you to go there and interact and put your comments about what boundaries you're working on. And we always love to leave you with this. Remember that self-love is a continuous journey. And don't be too hard on yourself if you slip up. Be kind to yourself and remember that every day is a new opportunity to practice self-love.